Welcome to this podcast from Greater Boston on WGBH2. It is one in a series of interviews with authors conducted by Greater Boston host Emily Rooney. Our podcasts are made possible through the generous contributions of WGBH viewers and listeners like you. Thanks for joining us. And now, here's Emily. Former WBZ-TV news anchor Suzanne Bates has been running Bates Communications since 2000. The firm specializes in leadership and communication skills. Suzanne's first book, Speak Like a CEO, was a bestseller. And now she has a new book, Motivate Like a CEO. And Suzanne Bates is here. Welcome. Thanks, Emily. Great to be here. You know, we've been talking about this subject a, a lot here recently with Stephen Jobs mm -hmm. because of his illness and what would happen to the company. And then the other day I had the privilege, really, of interviewing uh, Richard Branson, yeah. Virgin. Oh, fabulous. Now, there are two mm -hmm. examples of somebody who had, takes your first bomber. You've got to be CMO, Chief mm -hmm. Motivational Officer, first. Mm -hmm. But that's not so easy for people who don't have necessarily a charismatic personality like those yeah. two. Well, that's true. But, you know, if you think about it, in a way, they're both a little bit geeky, right? They allow their personality to shine mm -hmm. through, and they're passionate about what they do. And, and one of the reasons I wanted to write the book is because I wanted to show leaders that when they are passionate and they're able to communicate that passion, they're able to connect other people to the passion. You think about somebody like Richard Branson, he is an epitome of that. Mm -hmm. You know, he's excited about what he does, even now, many years after he started this company. Well, you talk about how the CEOs have to communicate to the employees mm -hmm. what they care about, at the same time recognizing that it may not be what the employees care about. So That's how do right. you make that crossover? Well, you have to understand what each person is passionate about what connects them to the mission and vision of the organization. And one of the mistakes that a lot of leaders make is they assume that the same thing that gets them out of bed in the morning yeah. is what gets everybody else up. You care a lot about growing your business and your stock price, but an engineer in your company might care more about having the opportunity to be creative or to solve a problem. Your marketing people might be excited about getting your name out there. And so what you have to do is make sure you're attracting people who believe in in the vision uh, and mission of the organization and then are really interested in applying their talents to that task. And if you can connect them with purpose mm -hmm. and passion, then you get a lot more out of people. And I think this is especially important right now because people are feeling so demotivated in this economic climate. Well, CEOs and CFOs and all that, they get so far removed and, and you can understand why. They start working, worrying about you know mm -hmm. spreadsheets and bottom lines yeah. and board of trustee, you know, boards and all that kind sure. of stuff. I mean, the, so how do they get down to about well, being sort of pandering mm -hmm. and listening to the workers at, at all levels? Because there's the managers mm -hmm. and then the people who work for them, and yeah. there's so many layers of, of a big company. Well, you have to get out and walk around, and I've noticed myself, even with my small firm now, that when I'm stuck in my mm. office, I it, my energy is lower. When I get out and talk to people outside the company and inside the firm, I feel more alive. I feel more in touch. So that's the first thing. Even when times are tough and you feel like you've got so much work to do, you've got to get out and talk to people. And and the best leaders do that. I mean, there's a story in my book about Bill Swanson, yeah. the CEO of Raytheon, who goes to one of his plants and, and visits on the floor and ends up 
fixing a harness <laughs> I love that, for an yeah. employee and he ends up getting a standing ovation. Why? Because people want to feel connected to you and you get that energy back. And you know, I think in times like these, again, when we feel like we're in crisis, it's more important than ever to be out there and be in touch with people and to create that feedback yeah. loop where you're hearing from people and they're hearing from you. And they want to know that you know something or know how to do something because they don't want to be the ones thinking, I'm doing this and you don't know how to do it. That's right. But what about now? I mean, this is such a it's companies are downsizing they're laying off i mean it's hard to be a motivation a motivator when at the same time you're the bad guy yes it really is and and i'm not going to sugarcoat how that feels at the same time that's your job as a leader you've got to regroup reset and go back in and get people connected because if you can't get them focused then you're not going to achieve the goal of keeping your business going and moving it forward in this economy you've got to get people focused you've got to get them aligned with the vision and connect them back to uh, you know what you're doing uh, it's hard to do. It yeah, really I mean, is. People feel sad about losing their colleagues. They feel sad because their uh, spouses have lost their yeah. jobs. Or they're asked to take um, pay cuts in order to um, stay on the job, and yet they still see yeah. people taking these huge bonuses and these huge salaries. I mean, there's just this disconnect. I, yeah. I, I really wonder if that can work. Well, I think it's important to have a message of hope, and I think we've seen in, in, I mean, the example of Barack Obama, how it's not working for him right now because he hasn't gone out with a message of hope. Mm. It's begun, we've gone from the audacity of hope to the audacity of catastrophe, mm. if you will, because that's all he's talking about right now. And the country's feeling down, and the markets are driven by that, and we're lacking confidence. The same thing happens in companies. If you're not out there talking about the future, and a future focus is really important in a time like this, I think. You know, whenever you have a crisis and you know this you've worked in the media mm -hmm. for years you need to focus on what's going to happen next so be talking about that be focusing mm -hmm. on what's possible and what can be done and letting people know that you have faith in them so you would agree with uh, President Clinton that Barack Obama should be very positive to me <laughs> well I think he's been plenty sober and we've heard enough sober words. What we really need right now is for him to paint a picture of the future. And you know, that isn't about being a Pollyanna. It's about really helping people envision what can be and allowing them to believe in themselves, allowing them to believe in the country again. And I do think he needs to do that, or I think this is gonna be a prolonged recession. You know, a lot of bosses just feel they don't have the personality or think they can't be like, you know, Bill Gates or, yeah. I mean, how do you inspire the confidence in them to be the person that you're saying yeah. they should be? Well, you know, you have to be yourself. First and foremost, you have to be authentic, as they like to say. So what I like to do is get people in touch with why they started doing what they did in the first place. And telling stories is a great way mm. to do that. I mean, anybody can do that. You don't have to be an extrovert. If you go back and think about the stories that have mm. made your company great, why you've been successful doing what you've done, wh how you've connected with your customers over the years. And it, when you bring out those success stories and tell those success stories, it's a very natural way to speak. Yep. You don't have That's to prepare a, a script. And people really believe that. You know, they, they, they listen to a story. It has to be true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. Great. Yeah. All right, this is interesting as always. Motivate like a CEO, Suzanne Bates. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this podcast, one in a series of interviews conducted by Greater Boston host Emily Rooney. We invite you to watch Greater Boston weeknights on WGBH2 at 7 p.m. and again at midnight. The program is also available through Comcast On Demand.